All right, I believe I'm recording on the correct microphone. Yeah, there we go. Ooh, now I got the stereo, bitch. I am live. Here's here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to count down from three, so three, two, one, and then when I get to zero, everyone say go at the same time. Okay, ready? Three, two, one, go. Go! My name is James. I'm Leo. And I'm Justin. Hey, what's going on, guys? Hello. Um, it feels a little bit like we're out in, like, international waters, like, like on a new frontier. I'm a little nervous. <laughs> what? What? I'm, huh? I'm, like, afraid. I'm afraid to make any sudden movements. We're exploring new territory. Oh Wait. yeah, we're 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 what? experimenting with some new recording techniques. Uh, oh oh, for for those listeners, at, uh, feels like anything can go wrong yeah. any moment. Hopefully, people listening ah. to this podcast can't even tell the difference. Uh, All right, yeah. yeah, not even worth mentioning. How was y'all's uh, Thanksgivings? Um, delicious. It was good. Yeah, yeah, uh, same. Plenty of food. I can't believe I dropped a y'all there. You did. Y'all? That was unusual. Yeah. How was y'all's? Food? I noted. I noted that actually. Yeah. When you said that. Is that a thing? Are you? Are you a y'all guy now? I, no. I, I, I. It came out of my mouth and it felt weird. I didn't like it. Well, you know, living in North Carolina for five years now, it's a it's a constant struggle to make sure I never pick up the Southern draw mm-hmm. at all. <laughs> it's very. It scares me. And like. Now, whenever I say you all, like, I have to really work hard to emphasize that. And I, yeah, and like, I do that on purpose. Cause, yeah. Like, damn it, that was too close. Yeah. It's like, it's it's one of my biggest fears. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. One day I'll just be like, hey, y'all got some good turkey this weekend? <laughs> hey there. So did you guys have a chance to play any Factorio over the holiday break? A little bit. Me personally, no. Okay. All right. Well, this will be an interesting episode. <laughs> I, I, I know what it is, and I'm aware of it. I just, ha- I never got the opportunity to play it. All right. Good. Oh well, uh, since you haven't gotten the opportunity to play it, uh, I want Justin. I want you to ask all the questions. You know. Uh, okay. You can you can interview sure. us. Uh, so Factorio for the uninitiated is a a management a, a management sim game, I guess. Uh, okay. It it you basically build a you mm. uh, yeah. I, I'm guessing right. by the name that Factorio being factory yes. kind of in a in a sense. Yeah, you you kind of build factories, but it's 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 almost like a uh, you build things. I'll tell you what it to is to make more things that build more things yeah. to make things faster to build more things to make things faster. Factorio is an automation simulator. Yes, that's very... Yeah, there you go. It is all about automation, and it's designed to be, like, modular for you to build better and better automations of things. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. Um, So I'm I'm assuming you start off with, like, say, basic stuff, and then 
uh, slowly you you get better and better, or right. you find you know you make more. a thing you can make a thing that makes the basic things, so you don't have to make the basic things anymore. Okay. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And like I've played games like this before, so like like Minecraft has elements of this where it's like sure. Oh, yeah. you you get the. Uh, you know the wood tools and with the wood tools you can mine iron and then you can make iron tools which are better than wood tools and then you can use that to make the diamond tools which are better than factorio has an element of that there is definitely like like tiers of like things tier. like yeah. like this yeah. thing is faster and better than this thing but there are so right. many times in factorio where like the game just shifts because you're like Okay, I yes. I see. Like, I can I can um uh I can I can make a machine that will mine materials instead of you know me me having to mine these things manually. Ah, there we go. Right, and then mm-hmm. I can like okay. start combining things. Oh shit! What the fuck? I can like make a factory to automatically produce like mass produce parts. Like what the fuck? Like I don't have yeah. to. do... And then like th- <laughs> there's so many times where that happens where you're just like oh. This game's completely different now. Like, oh, like that happens. Whole new game. Yeah, that happens when you get to. Did you get to like the like robotics and like um, automate the drones? Right. No. Yeah. yeah I, I I'm aware of the drones. I didn't. Yeah, that's like. I kind of oh, got to that point. Like now it's not like I make things. Now it's I make blueprints of things and tell. Right. The drones to make it for me like go get me these things yeah right. oh yeah. this is a completely different game now like like okay. i i appreciated that a lot about factorio where like you get to a certain progression point and then it's like no fuck everything you knew about this game now it's something completely different like it, it felt a lot like um when you play one of my favorite strategy games uh like real-time strategy games is age of empires mm-hmm. and it's designed such that when you hit certain like resource thresholds of like resource input, you can afford to just pay for this like a ambiguous thing. It's not like giving you anything. It's just giving you access to better technology. Mm-hmm. And so that's what they call it different ages. And so like when you move from the stone age to the nuclear age, it's like a completely different game because instead of building bows and arrows and stone walls, you're building tanks and missiles and you know mm-hmm. yeah um, i, I, I kind of like that concept because like s- to be honest sim games like some sim games can get boring they can mm-hmm. get repetitive and that you're not True. going anywhere with them so i i, I that that intrigues me yeah, yeah and i liked th- <laughs> this game like sunk its teeth into me like harder than any other of these like sim games have before because mm-hmm. like the goal okay if if, if you play the like I didn't really mess around with a campaign too much, and maybe you did, Leo, and, and we can talk about that in a second. But I just did like the like standalone like new game mode, right. where like the end goal. It, okay, the start is you start on a planet with like nothing, right? And the end goal right. is you have to build a rocket ship and escape the planet. But you you start with absolutely nothing, and you have to you know build progressively more and more and more complex things until you uh build the rocket ship so like the goal of the game never changes but like you're constantly building more and more efficient things and like more and more like faster 
Because like you start out with like, oh, okay, here's coal, and I can I can burn coal to to get fuel. But then wait a minute, now I can like get um, steam power if I if I pump in water here, I can get steam power, and steam power is way more efficient than fuel, and I don't have to burn the fuel. But wait a minute, like now uh, now uh, I can do like nuclear power or like. Oh, I'm I'm polluting too much. I I, I need to be more um, uh, 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 pollution uh, reduction, and I uh, let me do a solar farm, and like you're like constantly evolving and improving on like your factory because that's just one element of the factory I mentioned. That's just like the power, but there's like right. there's like so many like you're just constantly. Like refining, Power, mining, yeah, research. exactly. You're like constantly like dark, tweaking yeah. and refining your factory, and it like this game has an element of like, oh, just one more thing, like one more thing, one more thing, one more thing. It's, so addictive. Yeah, exactly, and that's why because it's like, oh, like in this next step, like I'm so close to the next science tier, then I'll be able to research whatever petroleum fuels. And then you get petroleum fuels, and then the game, like, completely shifts. And you're like, yeah. oh, now I gotta get, like, lots of petroleum. But in order to do that, I need, you know, uh, mining drills, and I have to research how to do that. And, you know, it's like, one more thing. Like, And then once I get the petroleum, I have to build a fuel line, so I gotta do that. Like, one more thing. And then once I get the petroleum, yeah. then I can make plastic tools. Like, oh, man, like... It's always just like one yeah. more thing, and one bef- more thing. Before you know it, like you started the game yeah. at one time of the day, and now yeah. it's twelve hours later, and you're yeah. still playing the <laughs> yeah. same damn. Now country. it's like three in the morning, and you're like, okay, I've got, <laughs> yeah. I have to stop. Like one more thing, one more thing. Like I'll be here forever if yeah. I do another it's, thing. It's hard. It's yeah. It's very addicting in that way. Like, and that's what makes this game so good. Yeah. The the part that I struggle with is like, it's just so much. Like this. Yes, but. I, it is. It is. There is so many things in this game, but like I think it handles that smartly because when you start, does. when you start the game, there's nothing. Like, oh, this game is very simple. It's it's like any other of these sim games I play. You mine coal and then you mine iron, and with mm-hmm. iron you make the iron tools. Like when I prefer in the play, campaign, they kind of slowly introduce you to the yeah, new things. Do, yeah. do they do that in the regular game? Well, it kind of does it by itself because you start with the iron tools and you're like, ah, okay. Like I've played games like this before. I the iron and then I build the, but like the first time the game shifts is when you build the science center and you start researching stuff. Right. Because, like, you start researching, like, the mass-produced factory thing, and then you're like, oh, like, I don't have to build anything anymore. I just have to set up factory lines to build it for me. And then you're like, oh, shit, now I have to, like, build, um, like, a very efficient conveyor belt system such that I can pull parts off the lines of these belts and build whatever it is I need automatically so then it becomes about like building this automation machine, right? That that's like the first time the game like shifts out of just like the standard like oh let me build the iron thing to build the next thing. Like it's you know what I mean? Right. It's not it's not it's not like you don't. There is elements of that in Factorio where it's like the level one thing, and then you do enough of the level one thing, and then you can do the level two thing, and then you can do the level three thing, and the level four thing. There is definitely that also in Factorio. But there's so many times, like, you research a new technology and you're like, oh, shit, like, I have to completely rethink how I was playing this game now. Yeah, I mean, I think the part that I struggle with is once you once you go 
a, a certain like once you get a certain to a certain depth of yeah. this game, yeah, it's and and if if things go poorly for you because we haven't talked about this yet, Ryman, but there's also some um, what do you call them native. Yep, alien race. I guess. Yep. Yeah, you're the alien. they're like they're like a bug like race. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So you, as a player, you're the alien, right? And you're you're the yeah. stranger to these lands. So they're rightfully kind of defending their natural habitat, and so they're going to kill you. And if if you aren't properly set up to set up some defenses as part of your factory, you will eventually find yourself overrun. At least in the campaign, that's how, what I experienced. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember, but, I, remember, I remember in the trailer radio, it's like the, they have the train set up to run over the, the bugs or something like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah well, that looks awesome. Here's the thing. If you don't do a good job of setting up all those complex conveyor lines and everything that James was saying to get a good automated system going, you're going to find yourself struggling to just stay afloat and keep resources coming like fast enough to output whatever you're trying to to do to defend yourself so like you will fall behind unless you like completely refactor your entire automation system and when you get to that point at least for me i was like damn it i don't want to it just felt like i can't get this deep again from from scratch like oh my god it's gonna take forever to kind of redo everything or to just start a new game like i don't know it just seems like astronomical to go back and re- redo everything now. It's like a game I can only play once, is what it felt like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because in a lot of cases, there is not options to, like, upgrade a thing. Because, like, if you start with, like, a coal-burning thing, like, there's no way to upgrade that to an electrical power thing or a nuclear power thing. Like, you have to, like, scrap that and then, like, replace it with whatever building that you want to replace it with. Yeah. I know what you mean. It's It's, like... Like, when, when the game changes, you're like, oh, like, everything I was doing before is kind of useless now. Like, I need right. to, like, start over with this new technology I now have. Yeah. Yeah. And it just, it just seems like a daunting task if you do it wrong. Because you can, like, all right, what, you know what it is? Yeah. You can get really far mm-hmm. by doing things not at optimal efficiency. Yes. Yes, you get what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. you okay. you could definitely like in the in terms of SimCity, it's like you can build like way too many roads or something, and like you'll mm. get by for like a while until you don't, and when you don't, you realize shit. I have to wipe out half my city, or else <laughs> you know, like it's useless. That and was, at that point, I just feel like ah, I say it just feels like a lot of work. Like I don't want to. <laughs> that feel was like I'm working in this game. That was like really fun for me because like um. You you can <laughs> when you get a complex enough factory, you can start looking at charts of your output, and you can like chart individual components and like how fast you're outputting them, and then you can look at like what the input components are and the output components are. So like after a while, it the game at, at like a certain out. at a certain oh yeah the game definitely the game progressively keeps zooming out farther and farther and farther. But, like, at a certain point, the game becomes about identifying bottlenecks and improving bottlenecks, right? So it's like, oh, God, I'm not producing enough microchips. Like, how do I produce microchips faster? Like, okay, well, I can upgrade this one thing that produces the microchip, but, like, maybe the solution is to just get more iron or more copper, more raw materials and make more factories to – or make more, you know – plants or what i can't remember what they're called make more plants to produce more microchips and like (laughs) but like but i see your point it becomes more about trying to 
resolve those those yeah points that are like you know rough and and that for me was really fun like identifying and resolving the bottlenecks was like really fun for me but i can see how like you're just like oh shit i'm producing like two microchips every minute this is terrible uh fuck it like (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah that's kind of how it feels i mean and i guess it speaks a lot to you as a person when you play this game like you know if you're the kind of person who's just kind of more about you know i just want to mine my coal you tell me what to mine and i'll mine it like you know it's like you're not going to enjoy zooming out you know i've now i think i've told you james i don't know we've talked a lot about a lot justin but i'm now like in management at work and as a manager now i have to go from like the individual contributor mindset of just kind of like getting my shit done to zooming out sometimes and going like how is my team doing and how is our department doing you know and i do enjoy that process but it's still a learning experience you know doing that and so like in this game you have to be the kind of person that enjoys that zooming out process and it takes it to the extreme because then you know you're zooming out to the level of you know how much like your your entire planet is doing um which is sounds like a terrible video game when you talk (laughs) about it yeah i'm realizing what we're describing doesn't sound fun at all it sounds terrible it sounds awful sounds like work i I promise you if, if yeah but it's I, so addicting and I, so yeah, much fun. I, I, I said this like on a Like if you take previous, your time to focus on it? Yes. Yeah. I, I've said this in a previous episode. Like, you've I you're, there's three types of people. There's the type of game... There's the type of person this game appeals to. And then that breaks down into either... Either you've never heard of Factorio or you've played Factorio and you have 100 hours in it. Or you're the type of person... <laughs> or you're the type of person who, like, this game doesn't appeal to you and will never appeal to you. Uh, but if you're the type of person who likes these types of games, like you, you will not be able to put this down. Uh, yeah, it, it's, no, that's true. It, yeah, it real, it really appeals to like the part of my brain that just wants like, like everything to be like super efficient. Like, oh, I've identified this one little bottleneck. Like, let me you know improve this and like tweak things. But like, yeah. also, it appeals to like the part of my brain that likes like organization and like patterns yes. because yeah. in order in order to build a really efficient factory you have to think uh, you have to really think and plan about like where you want your conveyor belts Efficiency. to be yeah you yeah. you have to think about where your belts are like which belts go close to other belts like where your um uh, like walking paths are where your like train paths are like yeah. uh, you have to like really plan and think out like a bunch of a bunch of paths and like my brain really likes thinking about like these organizational patterns and like how to structure them i don't know it was like a, like, yeah. like a secret back of the head like ocd kind of thing yeah 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 oh, yeah exactly sure. yeah <laughs> you know you know what it hits that same like funny bone in me as like you know my wife does craft shows where she creates all these little handmade things and then we go to like a venue and she you know like buys like a space to sell her stuff and like she'll give me like one job like i'm i'm going there to help her set up and she's like hey can you uh just set this the stack of papers in like you know a pile over here or something but the you know there's rules there's like 
each you know other type of paper has to be this color or something you know something i'm making this up but she assigns me shit like that because this it hits the same funny bone it's like yeah sit me at a desk and i'll just organize this in the most fitting way to the pattern based on the rules you've given me and it'll be like the best possible version of that yeah yeah and i'll just sit there and do that for hours yes (laughs) there's a lot there's a lot of that in factorio just like yeah. optimizing and organizing things. Yes. Yeah. Optimal organization and automation in a nutshell. Again, sounds like an awful game, but yeah. it is. It just hits you in the spot. It just hits you. And it's good. <laughs> so, does this sound appealing to you at all, Justin? Well, I mean, for someone like me, and in the in the same kind of context that you were talking about, Leo, uh, I'm the kind of person that like goes into like in my in my job and i try to find like ways of making programs more efficient like oh this thing's taken 30 minutes to run what can i do to make it you know run a lot better and how can i organize it better where where can i move functions functions around or you know that that kind of thing so i mean it it sounds appealing i would like to i would definitely like to try it i think you'd enjoy it yeah Yeah. i really do you want to know something funny though so i looked on steam and apparently at some point in time, because you know how Steam does that thing where you can just kind of, they kind of say like, hey, check out these games we, we yeah. suggest yeah. to you, whatever. And you just kind of click through them. Apparently this one I ignored. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. I guess maybe I just saw it and I was just like, eh, I don't know what well, this it's is. Hard, it's hard to like it, see the not... game and, and go like, yeah, I want that. At, yeah. At like... Gl- yeah. At glance, like it just like, it looks crazy. Yeah. yeah looks well, like... I mean, I. I feel this is a great opportunity to shout out to our one of our uh, most loyal patrons and fans, a uh, guy at work called Lars, who told me about this game originally. And it took him, um, like, probably months of him describing this game, adamantly just really talking very highly of it. But every time I went to look at it, I was like, Factorio, hmm. Yeah. Oh, $2 on sale. Nah. <laughs> You know. Like the like the thumbnails of the screenshots look like like fabric patterns. Yes, yes, <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, the 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 trailer for this game either looks like way too compl like it looks incomprehensible. Like you're just like yeah. I don't yeah. I don't even know what I'm looking at. Like <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that yeah. was I think that was pr- probably my mindset when I saw the game. But then you look at the reviews and it's like a hundred percent positively reviewed by like yeah, everyone who's ever played it. Yeah, overwhelmingly positive, right? Yeah, it's it's just so. And like, by the way, how many times did you did you I don't did you play like the normal game or did you just do campaign, Leo? I, I think I pretty much just did campaign because it was oh. like introducing me into different concepts and slowly yeah moving me. It, it felt like um specific triggered events were happening and mm-hmm. stuff. No, yeah, th- that's definitely what they yeah. do in campaign. And campaign is probably a really good way to learn how to play the game. Because, yeah, that's what it felt like. Because when you play the game, like, there, like oh, I, like I said yeah, before, I don't know how you figured this stuff out? Yeah, well, just trial and error, I guess. But there's so many times where like the game changes, or like I don't know, like I completely restarted the game like three or four times because like you realize like, oh, I've yeah, been doing, have to. I've been doing this completely wrong, and it would take me, yeah. it's gonna take me like more time to fix this than it would be to just restart the game to so, restart like, yeah. yes absolutely but that same thing <laughs> happened to me but that's the problem is like 
I know that to restart, like what it took to get to where I was yeah. felt like such a long endeavor that like it's it feels daunting to want to restart the game now like <laughs> but yeah there, there, know, there are definitely like three or four times where like yeah you're like oh now i get it and then you like restart yeah, the yeah, game yeah. and then that is usually not true <laughs> you usually arrive at a point where you find that that is not true and there is something else you didn't there's something else fundamentally important to the game that you didn't actually understand yes yeah. yes that's definitely true. Yeah. It, it is a it is a very good unfolding game. There's always something new to discover. It's so mm. unique in that way. I've never played a game like it mm. before, to be honest. And I gotta say, from I mean, we're all developers, we're all engineers. Yeah. Um, from an engineering perspective, and a game design, and just game programming, like holy shit, yeah. this yeah. game is so well developed yeah. and so modular so smooth like mm-hmm. it is astronomically incredible for me to just imagine how much complicated code there is to get this game oh working. yeah like, the code must yeah. look insane it seems oh, like yeah my. it seems like there's so many different elements from just like it is the boggling, factory portion dude. to like i'm sure there's like environmental things that yep. happen yep. like you said uh, the enemies attack there's pollution there's yes there's and, statistics on how efficient you're doing, like Jesus. Yeah, and yeah. At, at at time of recording, Factorio is in early access. Don't wow. don't let that fool you. Like this is the most completed complete game. Like I I think the only reason it's still in early access is because the developers are like, uh yeah, we're Polishing. just having we're just having fun developing this, and like uh, we don't really know when we're gonna get to a point <laughs> call it done, where we want to call yeah. it like complete. But I, this is yeah. the most polished and complete. Like, don't let the early access so things get st- scare you away. Yeah. Uh, I mean, but polish is the perfect word for it. Like, yeah. the polish on this game is insane. And, like, they must have just thought about scaling from the very beginning because, like, it's incredible. Like, it's a, it just seems like an incredible feat in just, you know, game programming and design in general. Yeah, definitely. Holy crap. Uh, wow. Anything else on Factorio? Um, it's good. It is really good. It's a very good game. It's, I'm surprised. Yeah, how good of a game it is. It's, it's a very, very good. I think game. I'll try it. Uh, you should definitely, definitely yeah. play it. Uh, pick it up. I'm sure there's going to be a bunch of Steam sales coming up soon. Pick it up. Oh yeah, for oh, sure when that goes on sale. Oh, there'll be another. One. Probably going to be like another. Yeah, Christmas sale. Yeah, Christmas sale. Yeah. It'll happen. All right. Okay. Well. Yeah. This podcast is brought to you by our patrons. Uh, we now have a Patreon. Uh, it's Good Games Cast on Patreon.com. Uh, and yeah. if you enjoy this podcast for some reason, you can, uh, why not become our patron on Patreon? Your uh, Patreon money helps us pay for the software we use to uh, record and edit and post and host this podcast so we would appreciate and it. yeah oh you do get some some you know tier benefits we are going to have a super exclusive good games cast discord oh server to discuss I, uh, with other good game castyites i i'm gonna let you run that i have no idea how that's oh it'll happen okay and it's gonna be a thing mm. and it's gonna be super legit and exclusive mm. and stuff and oh i thought 
we could even interact with our patrons to uh, have certain polls on what the next episode should be or the next top five, yes. etc. Yes. Uh, so, yeah, yeah, patrons, patrons, uh, if you're listening, yeah, give uh, give us some suggestions on uh, future episodes or top fives, and you can mail those suggestions to our email address, which is also goodgamescast at gmail.com. So, you know, um, send us those suggestions. And a big shout out to our uh, patrons right now, especially Lars Mortensen. And Fair King? F- Fair King? Fairy King? I'm not sure. I think Fair, Fair King. Fair, yeah. Fair King and Lars Mortensen. Thank you so much for supporting this podcast. It's, it's basically my good friend, Sammy. It's basically just our, you know people we know at this point. Gotcha. <laughs> gotcha. Thanks, Sammy and Lars. You guys are awesome. You guys are awesome, indeed. Uh, so let's get into our top five. Uh, we're talking about um, sim games, right? Yeah, our top five simulator sim sim games. Yeah, simulation. Do we do we games. want to make this a consensus a, a group project? Do we want to collaborate sure. this? Yeah, I yeah, think we, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like my my sim game experience is like, uh, like yeah. I, I I have some sim games and things that I guess you would consider sim games. I've played like, a lot of sim games. I, I think when I, when I was thinking about this list, like oh yeah, really, this is definitely. W- one of my genres for sure. I really struggled coming up with five, and I'm like, really? Some of these, I'm like, it's I don't even hard. know if I really like these. Wow. Games. <laughs> yeah. I had like, I had like ten, dude. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm throwing out Factorio for sure. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Factorio is definitely in my top five. Yeah. Uh, what What else do you got? Let me see if I have any overlap here. Well, one of my uh, kind of like hidden gems that mm-hmm. a lot of people probably don't think of is uh, Animal Crossing. Oh, interesting. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would put yeah, it yeah, in the same on, vein. Yeah. yeah, that was that was on my list is Animal Crossing. Yeah. yeah. And, and I had Stardew Valley on mine also. I've I've got of course I got Stardew Valley on there. Stardew Valley, yeah. Yeah. Um I've also got a, a two tycoon games, but one is uh Game Dev Tycoon. Ah. Um have you guys played that? I've never played any of the Tycoon games. You oh well, 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 Game Dev Tycoon is um is really kind of like a homage to the original Tycoon games. I think it's made by a small like indie, might even be one person. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's like a roller coaster tycoon, which is also on my list. But it's like uh, if you were a game developer, like you start in your garage, like on a old PC, and then you make a game and it gets like really good reviews, and you choose kind of like the genre and the game style and your platform. Mm-hmm. And depending on what you choose, it does well or not during that year. Like it starts in like the 1970s and it goes all the way to the current year. And uh, as you get better, you can like start hiring other people to be your programmers. And you got to like keep them happy and trained. And it, it's pretty cool. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, you guys should definitely play that. Yeah. I, I think you've uh, recommended that, me, uh, that to me before. Oh yeah, that might have been one of the very first indie games I ever played. Mm. Like it came out like in the early two, like two thousand eight, two thousand nine, the original game. But then like now, I think they've just, I think they've just updated it over the years. Like they're still releasing updates for it. It's kind of crazy. Nice. So uh, like, quick, um, quick question. So mm-hmm. would yeah. would like a would certain survival games be considered like sim games? Would you consider those like, sim games? I don't know, I guess it dep- 
Yeah, I don't know, because I I was thinking about, like, because I brought up Minecraft earlier, but I don't really think of Minecraft as a sim game, though. Yeah, that's my thing, because, like, one game I wanted to recommend was Subnautica, which I enjoyed a lot. Yeah! But then again, it's like, there's a building element that's like, like, you know, you have to simulate the whole building up from being abandoned on a planet, almost the same, you know, kind of concept of Factorio, but, like... That's the thing, Factorio kind of has... Yeah, Factorio kind of has a survival aspect to it yeah kind of uh i mean it's a stretch it depends on the game i guess you know but i i could see some it's that's i think that's getting to more of like a hybrid of genres yeah yeah yeah. Uh, Yeah. i I did have well i didn't have it on my list but i thought about subnautica even though i haven't played it uh there's a bunch of them that i have on my list that i've never played before including subnautica have you guys played uh kerbal space program no, see, like, that's one I've always wanted to play. I've heard there's people who, like, played Kerbal Space Program as kids, and now they're, like, in the NASA program. Yeah. yeah. In real life. <laughs> they're, like, super smart now. Uh, that's the one. That, I, think, I think you were telling about that, James, the Kerbal Space Program. I've never played it, though. I've only heard good things, but I've never actually played yeah. Kerbal Space Program. See, that's a problem with all these games. They're all, like, Factorio, like... You'll have some people that tell you they've played that game and they swear by it. And yeah. you can look online and see all the great reviews, but you will never fucking buy this game because you look at it and you're like, what? I'm not going to, what is this? I'm not going to play this. <laughs> yeah. The the one thing with Kerbal that like deters me is the weird looking characters. And I'm like, what is, what is yeah. this? Like, it all just looks like, it all just looks bad. Like you look at the screenshots and you're just like, meh. But I bet if I played this out 12 hours later, I'd be sitting at my computer yeah. working on my stupid rocket ship. They like, do, they do kind of look like green minions. Yeah, <laughs> bad yeah. green minions, like green green minions. I made in Blender. Yeah, like like yeah, Blender. They just used a cylinder, <laughs> slapped two like spheres on the head, and then that was it. Like here's our character. Like oh, the skin color's not white. Ah, they're but it, green. but it's, it's like fine. probably an amazing game. It's the same as you know Factorio. Like I don't. It's like you judge a cover by its book, kind of. But you know. So yeah, what about uh, Dwarf Fortress? You guys play Dwarf Fortress? I have played Dwarf Fortress. Yeah, that's is, very good. Is that a same kind of sim game? It's kind of more like a. It's kind of more. I would put it in like a strategy. Oh, interesting. Okay. Context. It's kind of. I don't know. Yeah, I guess it's kind of simmy. But it's also kind of strategy, like not real time strategy. I guess kind of like. Wasn't there like turn based sort of? thing to it like multiplayer oh i don't know i'm 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 asking because these are games that i like in doing research for this episode i was like what other Uh, sim games are out there and these are like games that came up well we haven't even mentioned you know just some of the most popular ones of all time yeah sim city yes yeah i was gonna say sim city for super nintendo was my jam oh shit i I was gonna go with sim city City 2000 oh that's a classic right Yeah. yeah yeah Yeah. yeah. Now the beautiful thing about Sim Cities <laughs> was like my favorite part was like oh, I'd build this whole city, you got like roads and you got power lines and buildings coming in, <laughs> and then like you could spawn tornadoes right in the middle yeah. of the town. And and fucking King Godzilla, Kong, Godzilla, <laughs> yeah, earthquakes. Like, why is yeah. that everyone's favorite part? Because I want to like build a, a city and out. destroy it. Because you get to like play God, right? Yeah, yeah. And that's yeah, why I also thing. loved uh, Spore. Oh, okay, Spore. That was a okay. runner-up okay. for me. That like you literally played God. It's like you had this thing from like a very like when it's like a microbe 
thing and like you mm-hmm. like decide how it's going to evolve like through evolution and like you know simulate like it's progress through evolution until you're like this giant monster that like you know pones the earth uh, <laughs> then God, there's that, the uh that, that brought me back 20 years there with pones oh yeah oh i feel like you should say pones when you're talking about a game from the early 2000s <laughs> yeah like then one, of course that got that got when now talking about like actual god games i'm now that brought up the memory of uh black and the white actual game about gods black and white yeah, yeah. black and white that's yeah kind of like spore i can't think was kind of like a homage to that game i think a little bit i didn't really play yeah. black and white but i remember wanting to play it and play god <laughs> I, that's literally what you do you play yeah. god and you essentially yeah. choose whether you're a good god or an evil the god, god simulator yeah. evil right. god all the way yeah and then you get into i mean i don't know how the genre is really quite big guys because then you got yeah it's not just about top-down simulations of automations and cities, and but then you've got like truck simulator, <laughs> cooking yeah, simulator, I farming mean, simulator. I don't know. I I don't really view those as like management sim games in the same way that like SimCity and Factorio and yeah, definitely know, not. Definitely not. Th- those are something different. Like you know, okay, they're, they're, but I gotta throw in. I have to throw in, um, what is that? What game I called? Um, I played a shit ton of it. Oh, House Flipper. What? What's House Flipper? House Flipper. Ha- House Flipper is a kind of a blend of like the the kind of the 3D like I'm in the thing simulator, like like an airplane like flight simulator or a truck simulator, and it married that with the more management simulator of like the Sim Cities and the Factorio, and you literally buy houses for a value on like a sheet right then you go to the house and spend time sprucing it up and painting the walls and adding pieces to it or whatever then you (laughs) sell it on the market and if the house sells better than for what you bought it for you you could do this you could put all that effort in real life and actually make money like you can make real money doing this no but but it really is a lot of fun there's you go into the house and there's like trash, there's wine bottles, there's garbage bags just like all over the living room and the paint on the wall is all destroyed and you spend time in the video game picking up trash and cleaning and then painting and then refurnishing. It's a lot of fun. It's <laughs> that sounds like that sounds like tedious work. <laughs> Sounds sounds like a job, but hey, yeah. what good sim game doesn't? That that's essentially the basis of a sim game. I want to throw out Planet Coaster. You guys play any Planet Coaster? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Of but that's kind that's of like a, a you know like a, a what do you call that? Where it's like it wasn't a sequel to Roller Coaster Tycoon, but it's like a like a spiritual successor. Spiritual yeah. successor, yeah. yeah. And speaking yeah. of spiritual successors, what about City Skylines? City Skylines, yeah, of course. Played yeah, that, yeah. and that's kind of a spiritual successor to the SimCity games. I, I have never played that, actually. Oh, it's quite good. Yeah, it's <laughs> basically like if SimCity was, you know, made good. with modern technology. <laughs> okay. Um, that actually, came, uh, City Skylines actually came about because SimCity 5 was such trash. Yeah. Uh, a bunch of people were like, hey, let's just make our own and make it amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I, I will hey, say uh, one thing I liked about City Skylines though was that like they they I don't know they they really I think mastered the concept of 
um, congestion on roads and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like it's all about, you know, if you have a certain types of roads in certain areas where certain buildings are, traffic will be so bad that like your dump, your city uh, garbage collectors can't get to people's houses to collect trash efficiently and firefighters can't get to fires efficiently, you know, like stuff like that. It was, that was really neat. That seems wow. to be okay. so much of like SimCity and uh, um, City Skylines. It's like traffic flow. Like, yeah, for sure. Optimizing yeah. traffic flow, which there is definitely an element of that in Factorio as well. Like, Absolutely. Up, you know, yeah. it reminds me, Factorio reminded me of a lot about it because there was definitely a moment in City Skylines where like i i had to just stop and like restart the game because then i realized holy shit like you have to pay a lot more attention to yeah how you put roads down and where you put like bridges and shit like yeah wider roads um, well i'm fucked like this city is a disaster like (laughs) this factory is just a disaster let me just start over i'm just gonna but the beautiful part about it is like hey instead of just deleting the game file and starting a new game uh, I'm just gonna drop like a fucking fiery tornado here, and see yeah. what happens, and then yeah. you can restart your game after. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Any other nominations? Or are we gonna try to rank these in some sort of top five? Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Yeah. Let's let's just let's just rank the top five. I, I think we got a lot of honorable mentions in there. But All right. I demand that Factorio is in that top five. Yeah, Factorio is definitely in the top five. I would say start. Could we say Stardew Valley is definitely yep. in the top five? Yep. Yeah, yep. I would say yeah. We barely even talked about it, but I mean Stardew Valley people like farm yeah. simulator is fantastic. Yeah. Oh, it's more than that too. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's like a farm and social life simulator. Social kind of like yeah, along the yeah, same like like huge, Animal Crossing. Yeah. Um, yep. I would nominate Roller Coaster Tycoon or um, Planet Coaster. Planet Coaster. Yep, I'll put yeah. Planet Coaster in there. Yeah. Planet Coaster is really good. Might as well just go with the spiritual successor versions of the games. Yeah, <laughs> Pl- Planet Coaster is is uh, pretty pretty fun. Uh, there's so many updates to like that and City Skylines. I keep seeing like they're constantly supporting. Yeah. To me, to me, those two. To, those. to me, you can't talk about the top five current like just top five simulator games like without talking about City Skylines and Planet Coaster. Like to me, those are in there. Yep. Yeah. Uh, what else? That I mean, uh, do, that's... We put, do we put the original SimCity? Sim and which version are we doing? SimCity SNES, SimCity 2000, SimCity uh, the original. <sighs> Can we just say SimCity series? Yeah, but there's some stinkers in that series, though. Yeah. And what about the Sims? Oh, we didn't even talk about the Sims. See, I don't know. I mean, not, See, like, I, I, I have, I have like experience a little bit with The Sims, but that's like it, a person simulator. Like, it, yeah, it's it, it kind of, to me, that is again falls outside of like the management style simulator. I don't where, know because you kind of manage them. Just you but, manage a single person, like like their life. Okay, but it's also, okay, but okay, in, okay. but in a sense, it's also kind of like random in itself because you're. You're kind of like giving commands, but then sometimes they just kind of do their own thing, and then it's like, yeah. so are you really simulating or in control or managing, or is it just kind of you're just making sure he doesn't catch himself on fire while cooking food? <laughs> oh, but that's like, but that's kind of how like City Skylines is, right? Like you kind of just lay out what your best version, like you're, you're trying to lay out the things for them the best you can, but then sometimes they just like follow this weird path that. 
messes up the efficiency of things, you know? Yeah. Well, do do we want to put one of the SimCity games on there, or do we put City Skylines on there? See, that's the thing. Is I feel like City Skylines is just like the obviously better version of SimCity. The modernized. Right. Yeah, SimCity. in the same way that... Uh, that uh, Planet roller, Coaster. Planet Coaster is for Roller Coaster Tycoon. All right. So, yeah, I'd be okay. okay with that. City Skylines. I say City Skylines, Planet Coaster, Factorio, Stardew Valley. Those are four already. Yeah, uh, that is... Yeah, that's basically what my top five was. Uh, and yeah. then, what's the fifth one? I I mean, I had SimCity 2000 on there, but I don't feel strongly about that. Uh, I guess it can kind of be just any any of these kind of oddball ones, huh? I don't know. Anyone <laughs> feel anyone feel strongly about any of the Sim games we talked about previously? Because I, 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 I don't feel strongly enough about SimCity 2000 to fight for it. No, yeah, I feel like that it would that would probably at least fall just outside of the five. Yeah, I mean, but. it's, you know, it's definitely inspirational and nostalgic, but, like, I don't know yeah. if I'm, I'm like, today, I don't know if I'm going to go back and replay right. SimCity 2000. I mean, no. no, you just play City Skylines. I mean, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, the only other one I have on my list is, uh... Game Dev Tycoon and Animal Crossing. So, I mean, except for all the other ones I talked about, but I, I would say Animal Crossing would actually be a pretty good, good uh, runner to go on there because that that series is, has you know, it's it's made its point. It's it's people like it. Okay, okay. So so it's a social simulator. Yeah. Right? All right. Okay. Yeah, and you know you got a man. You know you, there is a management element obviously to it and uh and you know what you know what it's it's different in the fact that it's like a nice it's a nice game it's got like the yeah relaxing it's music the, and the there's like friendly yeah, yeah there's like friendliness to it. Voices. Yeah. yeah it kind of i don't know yeah it just it's like one of those sim games where if you're trying to get away from like being stressed out like yeah. animal crossing would be that game kind of in a similar like way just, stardew valley is but yeah. yeah. Oh, God. Stardew Valley is just so, so stress reducing. It's yeah. so calming. Yeah. yeah. But I think Animal Crossing just, you know, does a little bit more cutesy things. And, like, and I mean, Stardew Valley does this too, but, like, Animal Crossing was the first game that really put an importance of, like, real time. Like, if yeah. you go to this certain place on, like, this day of the year or something, mm-hmm. like, in real life. Yeah. Uh, you'll find something you know, that, that that was I don't know pretty cool yeah Stardew yeah. does a lot of that but I know Stardew is just borrowing from Animal Crossing yeah exactly yeah. so I, I feel Animal Crossing I think it's worthy I think it's worthy of the yeah. top 5 alright so then that means our top 5 is uh, in no particular order yet yeah. Stardew <laughs> Valley Factorio <laughs> City Skylines Animal Crossing and Planet Coaster uh, yeah. so what's number 5 Animal Crossing. A- Animal Crossing. Yeah, okay. Animal Crossing. That's fine. Yeah. Uh, number four. Um, one of the maybe Planet or City Skylines, Planet Planet Coaster. I, just, I would vote. Yeah, either yeah, either one of those two. I think are are three and four. However you guys want to 
Yeah. To me, like, what, to me Planet Coaster is a little bit better just because I like yeah, the people yeah. aspect. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah same. Yeah. Uh, somehow so, Planet Coaster is more like nice and welcoming to me than City Skylines. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. I can't explain that, but yeah. Okay, yeah, so well, then. Yeah, because like, at least Planet Coaster, even if you fuck it up, like you can at least fix it. Yeah, yeah, that's true. You can just do like one coaster bad, and then just like yeah. you know, everyone's still doing stuff in the rest of the park, and it's really engaging though. Like the way you hear about people's emotions, you know, from rides and stuff. Like I, don't know. I had so much fun on the Whirly yeah. Girly. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I love that. Yeah. So I, I yeah, would say right. four, City Skylines, three, uh, Planet Coaster. Yeah, you're right about that. Like I've never redone a a park in Planet oh, Coaster. No. The yeah, same way that I've redone cities and city skylines and right. factories and Factorio. No, see so that's why. See that's why I love the roller coaster tycoon so much because, and I mean that by proxy, you know, Planet like, Coaster, yeah, Planet Coaster, yeah. Because like you, you just like you find sections of the park that are bad, and you can just like close off you can that just section. Fix them, yeah. And all right, fix let me it. just fix. Yeah, this, I mean, which, yeah. which, I mean, it, it uh, that works in real life. I mean, we yeah. we live around like three or four theme parks here in Florida, so. Yeah. We know that, like, oh, they just close off the section and then just completely renovate it. You know? I won't. I won't yeah. lie to you guys. For that reason, that's why I had Roller Coaster Tycoon slash the Coaster Simulators like as my number one, actually, because Ooh. of that specific, okay. you know, kind of game mechanic being easier on me than like these other games where I have to like restart everything. But yeah, but okay. that's okay. Right. I mean, I'm I'll settle for a three. I think. So our okay. last two are Stardew Valley and Factorio. Where, where are they going? Um, look, I love. I would, I would put Factorio at a two, yeah. only because like the the audience appeal might be a little bit yeah rough. Y- I, yes, I'm with I'm with Ryman there. I, I I like Factorio a lot, but but Sardy like if you Valley. really want a simulator, I feel like it sounds like Factorio would be like like the simulator. Oh, this is the simulator's fan simulator. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and I, that's true. They kind of both hit different chords like they strike different chords on me like mm-hmm. stardew valley is more for like if i just really want to just get into a simulating kind of a busy life of very different from what i live today and like the outdoor life and the seasons and the types of plants and it's yeah. much more chill and it's got the so whole relaxing. other little stuff yeah relaxing yeah. whereas factorio is more like if i want to hit that ocd stuff we talked about earlier Exactly, Um, exactly. But I think in general, I'm more likely to go back to Stardew Valley and see how my farm is doing Mm -hmm. than I am to go and say hi to my robots. Yeah, because, like, once once you leave a factory in Factorio for, like, a a semi-long period amount of time, you return to your factory and it's just foreign. You're like, what is this? I don't know where anything goes in. I don't know where anything comes out. I don't know what... Yeah, like, these like, the buildings pa- what, like the are... pacing like made sense to you at one no, yeah, yeah. yeah everything gets lost it's like going back to like old programming code that you haven't yeah, touched in three yeah. years because you yeah. create a mental map of your factory and if you like leave that alone for like a couple weeks and return to your return to it you're like i i have no idea how this works anymore screw it i'm starting over hey, you don't remember your bottlenecks <laughs> you don't remember what you were going to do like yeah 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 yeah, yeah. but yeah. yeah you can always go back to stardew valley Stardew Valley is always there waiting for you. That's that's why it is yeah. the number one best simulator game. There yeah. you go. You heard Stardew here, Valley, folks. Factorio, Planet Coaster, City Skylines, and Animal Crossing in that order. We didn't say what list. Animal Crossing, though. Specifically. I, I don't know. Original, mm. I guess. 
Okay. All right. Well, there you go. Animal Crossing the original. The original. <laughs> All right. Uh, good stuff. Uh, that's our top five. Um, uh, what do you guys want to endorse? You want to endorse some stuff? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Go ahead. All right. Um, so me and James started having this conversation uh, shortly before the podcast, but I thought... <laughs> <laughs> well, James's idea really was, "Hey, you should endorse that." Um, you guys, you guys are homeowners, right? Yeah. Um, yes. Are you guys in a, what's called an HOA? Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, oh yeah. You know they they <laughs> they help uh, maintain the general aesthetic of your community and give everyone who's a homeowner in the area kind of specific rules they have to abide by and. And you have to pay, like, to be a part of, just to, like, have a house there or something. They, they get a bad rep. Yeah. But yeah. recently, uh, we had an HOA meeting of sorts, like a town hall. And we have to go, like, they have to get a certain number of homeowners who are a part of the HOA to go to this meeting or else they, like, reschedule it until they reach a certain threshold. Like, and you have to go to vote on who's going to be on the board of the committee or something stupid. Yeah. So I kept getting these like letters like, Hey, you got to go to this meeting. So I was like, fine. I dragged my feet, went over there and I loved it. <laughs> and I'm here to endorse going to your fucking HOA meetings. Cause it is awesome. Okay. You are officially old now. I am yeah. so old, but look, I had a great time getting to know my neighbors uh, people that i see from afar and avoid we were stuck <laughs> in a room together and we had to talk and you got you got okay. the, the, you know Susie down the block is a stay-at-home mom and her husband you know is the band director at the local high school and uh you know your board members and your committees are people who live down the street like live in this block so they care about the community, literally, because we all live here, you know? So yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. I thought it was going to be this big kind of corporate thing, but really ended up just being a room full of people who all live around me. And this was like, I've been here for eight months, and this was the first time I talked to any of them. And um, I don't know, it was just really cool. We all decided we're going to, like, start hosting some neighbor neighborhood yard sales and some neighborhood events and uh, all got to know where everyone lived and what they did and what their names were. Um, you know, I don't know. I, I think there's some merit to, uh, I guess I could just say meeting your neighbors. But if you have trouble doing that, I recommend going to your next HOA meeting. Nice. Okay. Okay. HOA yeah, I, meeting. I, I've been here two and a half years, have not gone, gone to a single HOA meeting. Dude, you should I, go, man. You'll like it. I, I, I feel like I'm going to live here for like ever and never go to an HOA meeting. <sighs> You, I mean, you, you don't have to. You guys are missing out. You're missing out. Like, <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you. James I'm not going to lie to you. They were looking for more board members, and I thought about it. I thought about it. I heard it's uh, it's definitely a thing to consider because it it's not like oh I'm on here now I can do whatever I want. But at least you have like a deciding power, you know, and you can kind of see you can Absolutely. make big decisions. They decided like, oh yeah, like we're going to make an amendment to do this and like we're going to add trees here and stuff like uh, and it directly affects you cuz you you know, you bought a house in this area like 
you care theoretically about your surrounding you know neighborhood so yeah imagine our imagine our generation because like granted like hoas tend to be the the older generation most of the time imagine now like in like say 20 years our generation is the one sitting in those chairs are we gonna have smash competitions at HOA meetings yes oh Oh, i'll go if that's what we're doing well, that's the thing. James is now is the time to start getting in there and establishing your dominance so that mm-hmm. 20 years from now, you can be like, all right, guys, we need to do the annual smash tournament. We're going to make sure we get that in, you know, the neighborhood yeah. smash tournament. Yeah. So, you know, get in there now, start getting plugged in, start getting, you know, connected with your community. And this is like literally your local community. Like this isn't like, you know, voting for the governor of your city who never gives, it doesn't know gives two cents like who you are or whatever like this yeah. is directly affecting you and you will be able to directly affect your community by going and being involved with your hoa so well i've got a different type of endorsement uh okay. i'm going to endorse buying things to make your life more lazy uh so uh i've on this podcast previously endorsed lots of smart home products like um, the Hue lights, uh, the Hue thermostat. Um, I've endorsed uh, a Roomba, which basically just takes that chore vacuuming and just deletes it from your life. Um, okay. <laughs> uh, so uh, we're decorating at, at time of recording. It's it's in December. We're we're decorating for Christmas, and uh, mm-hmm. my wife. Uh, we just bought a new Christmas tree for our house, and. Uh, uh, my wife is decorating the tree, and she's like, oh, it's, like, so inconvenient that we have to, like, plug and unplug the tree every night. And I was like, you know Jesus. what? I can I can fix that. And I am going to endorse buying a <laughs> a smart plug. So oh boy. Uh, these, you, it's, it's exactly what it sounds like. It's just a plug that hooks up. It's like an outlet plug that hooks up to your Wi-Fi network. Uh, uh and then you can plug literally anything you want into it and then turn, turn it, it on, on and off. off. Yeah. yeah, turn it on and off with yeah. your voice, with your phone, whatever. So now I can just yeah. say, okay, G-Word, turn on the Christmas tree. And then the Christmas tree comes out. And neither of us have to get up off the couch. Uh, it's great. <laughs> yeah, it's, I've uh, always wanted one of those. Those, those have been see, on my wish list for years. Yeah, They're so now, cheap. I, I, I this, wonder, do they make an outdoor one? Ooh, I don't, I Probably. They have to. The, the, I would like. I would love to do that with the outdoor lights. They're they're so cheap. Uh, the one I just got was like eight bucks. It, they're outrageously cheap. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Like a smart plug make your life more lazy. If I had like um, the ability to visually see waves, like Wi-Fi waves in a house and stuff, I would just look in James's house and there would just be yeah. like a mess of just like Wi-Fi signals. Oh yeah, traveling throughout his whole home. Yeah, my. Wait, if you want to know if 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 you want to know if Wi-Fi causes cancer, just stand in James's house and record it. <laughs> yeah, if if I get cancer soon, you'll know why. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's messed up. Not true. <laughs> Justin, what do you got to uh, endorse? Um, well, like we we were on the theme last time on like music that's kind of the end note that we had and i, I did want to endorse because uh, when i when i program and i'm sure as you guys do you know you like to listen to some music you know mm-hmm. and sometimes you just peruse like 
YouTube, just looking for new random things. And my, and my big thing is looking for like, you know, I, I tend to look for like remixes on video game music a lot. And you can guess which one I usually look for. OC but remix? I wanted to endorse. Oh, Zelda. Right, yeah. <laughs> but I wanted to endorse one one uh, artist I found that uh, I thought was really good because it was very, very different and unique it's it's like an he, he does um orchestrated versions of like majora's mask and zelda music Ooh. rosen r-o-z-e-n Ooh. um i had discovered via youtube and his it's really good like it's oh. not just like oh i'm making an orchestrated version of the melody like no he makes his own kind of like stories through the music through Ooh. them like the majora's mask it's called um children of termina it's it's uh it, he he does it so melodically well, and the instrumentation is just so good, and so def, I I that would be my uh, uh, endorsement is to check out Rosen. Uh, you can find him on YouTube, and uh, it's he's got a lot of good uh, got a lot of good uh, Zelda uh, remixes that he's he's made. I am gonna check that out at work tomorrow. I definitely will as well. Yeah. All right, guys. Uh, anything else? Um. Nope. It's good. Spay and neuter right. your pets. Spay and neuter your pets. Uh, our next episode <laughs> is very exciting. Our next episode is going to be our top five games of the year. Oh man! And we're going to be talking about Jesus. Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Ooh, uh, this is going to be an action-packed episode. Yeah, I'm very much looking forward to the next episode. So, uh, yeah, oh, don't yeah. don't don't miss that one. Keep keep your eyes peeled for uh, our next episode. Uh, yes. But yeah, uh, for the Good Games Podcast, I'm James. I'm Leo, and I'm Justin, and we'll see you next May the force time. Be with you. Yes, Always. and also see with you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. See you. Bye. same as you know factorio like i don't it's like you judge a cover by its book kind of but you know it's like you judge a cover by its book kind of but you know